0: Hi, I'm Spencer.
1: And I'm Blake. And, and you're, you're about, about to Get, get jumped. jumped. Welcome to episode 195 of Blake and Spencer Get Jumped, a weekly podcast where we watch the anime so you don't have
0: to. But she should still totally watch the
1: anime. This week on Get Jumped, we're watching Naruto Shippuden episodes 134 through 138, where Itachi is actually just a sack full of birds, Sasuke's climactic battle consists largely of stairs, and it turns out that cloud science is the strongest ninjutsu of them all.
0: And look, if you're thinking, what sort of science is the best sort of science, then your science apparently needs to be more clouds. Do you see over there? That's cumulonimbus. It means that you're gonna have a good day tomorrow. And if you believe this, I have crystals to sell you. Anyways, (laughs) let's jump in.
1: Cloud crystals.
0: Cloud crystals.
1: (laughs) Man, you know, crystals are crazy. (laughs) I don't uh you know, I think everybody should be allowed to use whatever they need to use to get through the day, you know, within reason as long as it's not like meth or murder or something like that. But um you know it's weird. Crystal the crystal thing is weird.
0: yeah um i i tend to agree with that um except for you know when my uh my chakras are out of alignment and then i i need yeah. a, a power crystal that has been charged in the the light of a waning moon um otherwise uh, I'm the only just power crystal
1: have... i need is one connected to the morphin grid so <laughs> <different>.
0: oh man <laughs>
1: Naruto has been all hits, no skips lately. And I believe our next batch is all the same. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. And Please. do you have any news? I don't think I have news. I've finished cabaret in my personal life. I was in cabaret. Yeah. It was the last show of the season. And now there's a gap between next season and I am legitimately in mourning. Mm. Like my whole life for a year has been, has been theater stuff and cabaret was a particularly intense cap on that and now i'm just a sad boy all the time and i like mope around the house and i'm pitiful so that's where i'm coming from today
0: yeah that's just that's just how blake rolls apparently
1: <laughs> yeah it's been all right lately but uh yeah the last couple of days have been rough
0: do you have any anime news because i certainly don't no j-
1: Just the Rick and Morty thing from last week. I don't think I've seen any other news lately. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like I see news and then realize like hours later that that should have been in the podcast. But now I would also encourage people in our discord to start sending us news there and I'll try to be better about putting that into the show notes. Um, Yeah. I want more. vice versa, I should probably post the articles that we talk about on our shows in our discord with the caveat that I, I guess I would want them to be posted on the day the show airs rather than the day we record it. <laughs> so we don't like undercut ourselves.
0: Yeah, I, I guess, I'm I down. guess. Yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> 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 just like oh, well. sl- slowly start crying. <laughs> <laughs> <no> fixing that.
1: <laughs> oh mm. my god well you know do you have news any news no we're, not really. We're going to that convention in a couple of weeks
0: oh yeah um we okay so here's the thing i'm very excited because it's a local convention that's that's like the biggest that's like the biggest point for me is that we we yeah. get to go somewhere that's like in the backyard of memphis that's it's the first time i've done a convention that's like you know, I might see people that I, I know in Memphis, which is kind of cool. yeah, um, but here's the other thing. Um, I want more information and I want information as soon as possible. Um, and I, I haven't really I haven't super gotten that so far. Um, and uh-huh. uh, I am I am at, at the point now where I'm just kind of like I, I want I want to know all of these people that are running this convention. Like, I I want to know, what you know, what all of our different days are going to look like and all this kind of stuff. And, like, the biggest thing right now is that because we've been going through the Geekly Grind uh, to get the the stuff, our, our main contact over there is speaking directly with them. I'm just like, this is the first time that because we're, you and I are not directly in charge of uh like scheduling everything and uh and talking directly to the people um it just i'm like oh this this must be what it's like to be on the other end with like voice actors and stuff like this where other people yeah. are planning things and you just show up to it and i uh-huh. don't think that i would be able to function well inside of that because i'm like oh, I, maybe it I'm is too my controlling I-
1: deal state. I love to be told <laughs> where to go and what to do and then to just do it. I don't yeah. want to think about it. I don't want to know anything other than what I need to know.
0: Yeah. The
1: caveat there is that you and I haven't seen each other in a while, like in person. And I am gonna be I was already planning to travel to Middle Tennessee for personal reasons. and Memphis is a pretty easy drive from my my home that I'm gonna be visiting. So um, I'm excited to see you. And I'm like, I am excited about the convention, but the part that I'm excited about is hanging out with you. so <laughs> like the i don't care very much about the convention as far as like the schedule and stuff because i'm like it'll it'll be fine we've been to conventions before it's always worked out um but uh i do care from the perspective of like okay how late do we need to be there (laughs) Uh, like how early can we leave and go hang out with each other and just be friends and you know will there also be time to like hang out with each other and record an episode in front of each other's faces instead of over the phone
0: yeah, that's that's what we should be talking about. That's
1: the important thing. Anyways,
0: hey, uh, <laughs> yeah. we also have. Uh, how
1: much time will we allot for me to teach you how to play Digimon?
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, zero. Anyways, um, so <laughs> we do have uh, we do have episodes to talk about, Blake. Um, important episodes to talk about that happened yeah, previously and it's on.
1: Yeah, it's, this is going to take forever because these are complicated and momentous episodes, or it's going to be super quick because they're mostly fighting. So yeah. I don't know what's going to happen, and I guess we'll find out. But yeah, Naruto Shippuden is the sequel series to the series Naruto. If you are reading along instead of watching along, it's all just called Naruto. But there's a big time skip at one point in the storyline, and they disambiguate the anime versions by calling this one Shippuden. Uh, It focuses usually on a kid named Naruto who is a ninja in training. He uh, once upon a time was sort of an outcast in the village that made him turn into kind of like a class clown so that people would give him attention. Um, The reason he was an outcast was because there's a giant fox demon that's sealed inside of his body, although he did not initially know that. He has sort of started to make his peace with that, like he's aware of it and he's figuring out how to use it to his advantage, but it is also true that it's a sort of malevolent demon living inside of him, and so that is not really a thread that he wants to pick at too, too much. Um, Unfortunately, there's a big villainous organization running around that definitely wants to pick at that thread. They're called the Akatsuki the Akatsuki is a uh, loosely associated group of very powerful ninja who have uh, left their home villages in order to form a secret villainous organization in which they travel around the world in pairs looking for people like Naruto who have giant demons sealed inside of them so that they can suck those demons right out and put them into a big weird statue this process unfortunately kills the person with the demon inside of them Uh, there are also nine of these demons total and Naruto's is the ninth one. So he gets to live the longest out of everybody, which is a a cute little bit of world building as plot armor. And, uh, but even, even so the Akatsuki would be totally down with going ahead and capturing him. Um, so he has to be kind of on his toes around them. Uh, they have a dude in their ranks named Itachi Uchiha. Itachi Uchiha came from Naruto's village, the village hidden in the leaves. And uh, his clan, the Uchiha clan, was the police force for the, the leaf village. And then one day, when Itachi was still a teenager, uh, he decided to murder everybody in their family except for his little brother. And so he almost entirely wiped his own clan out of existence. And then uh, obviously left the village uh, because he was now a fugitive from justice. And at some point after that, joined up with the Akatsukis, but we're working with them ever since. Uh, When he murdered everybody, Sasuke found him and confronted him. They were both uh, sort of child prodigies in the ninja arts, but Sasuke, being quite a few years younger, was obviously outclassed by Itachi at the time of this um, terrible, terrible event. And so uh, Sasuke was sort of left behind by his brother and told to um, develop a hatred for him in his heart to pursue him for revenge someday. Sasuke took that to heart and became um, a ninja in training at the same time as Naruto. They ended up on the same team um, and they became very close friends, but Sasuke never could get over this whole revenge kick thing. And so when a villain named Orochimaru came along and was like, I can give you power in exchange for you becoming a villain and also in exchange for maybe me taking over your body at some point in the future, question mark. Sasuke was like, that sounds like a dope deal. I would love to do that. And so he left the village and went to go be with Orochimaru. Um, He also got into a big fucking fight with Naruto that was very, very good. We covered a long time ago on this show. Um, and uh, at the end, almost killed Naruto and probably could have if he'd wanted to, but decided not to. Um, anyway, Naruto since then has made it his mission to find Sasuke and bring him back to the village. He and quite a few of our other heroes from the village are currently searching for Sasuke. Sasuke is currently searching for Itachi using the small four man team, of which he is one of the mans. Um, They are looking for Itachi so that Sasuke can finally complete his revenge quest because he just very recently uh, absorbed Orochimaru's consciousness and powers into his own body instead of the reverse happening. And he has since then become much, much more uh, powerful. And it feels like he's ready to take on Itachi for reals this time. Um, Itachi is around. Uh, He has run into Naruto a few times and talked about Sasuke looking for him. Um, and he is aware that Sasuke is kind of getting close and is ready for this kind of final confrontation. I think the last person you need to know, most of this episode is about Sasuke and Itachi, but uh, the last person that we are going to encounter briefly is this character named... um, Oh, uh, there's this character named um, Toby, and Toby is a mysterious recent addition to the Akatsuki He was apparently plucked to be the replacement for one of the Katsuki members that was killed in battle near the beginning of Naruto Shippuden. Um, Since then, he has shown himself to be a sort of like comedic relief, bumbling dummy, character but he's in the akatsuki so you're kind of like i mean there's got to be something there because the akatsuki are all heavy hitters and he is in it now so what's his deal but he always just seems goofy and like nothing like he's not in control of any situation except for the fact that he definitely never takes any hits and he is almost certainly comically evading everything with ease And also, maybe he also has a Sharingan eye, and also is maybe the secret real leader of the Akatsuki, and also might be this guy named Madara Uchiha, who we're going to find out a little bit today. And there's a lot of questions. And so he's going to be in these episodes too, and we're going to pick up with Naruto's team here in episode 134.
0: Yeah, so episode 134, let's, let's talk about this real quick. Um because we're going to go into the, it's called banquet invitation by the way. Um uh-huh. this episode for some reason <laughs> this episode it's I don't know what this banquet is supposed to be. Do you know <laughs> other than the other than banquet uh, of his,
1: revenge?
0: <laughs> other than his brother being like
1: come to this place so I can murder you. <laughs> yeah, there is very clearly an invitation in these episodes. Uh, It is not to a banquet. It's not even kind of to a banquet. It's not metaphorically to a banquet. Like, I don't understand this name. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's what it's called. (laughs) So, um, yeah, Sasuke, oh, I love this part. So Sasuke uh, is looking for Itachi, and he he encounters him in a cave somewhere. And I don't remember if he, he, like, I don't, I don't know exactly how he found him i know that they've got uh he has uh, so his four man team is made up of three boys and a girl the girl is named Karin, and she has um an unnaturally good ability to track other ninja and so it may have been her influence that allowed him to find this itachi uh sasuke confronts itachi itachi's like we're gonna fight each other uh and it's Sasuke is like, yeah, right now, and then stabs him with an electricity sword that then extends out into a bunch of electricity swords to pierce out of Itachi's body at all different angles. And then Itachi's body crumbles to the ground, and then it, it turns out that he's just a sack full of birds because he they do this thing, and it's a really great, actually kind of like creepy, sort of calling on horror tropes situation where like itachi's corpse is laying there and then his like face his mouth and eyes open unnaturally wide and are unnaturally black and then it's just like crows fly out of it and like the human body thing just deflates and like it's a type of clone that itachi makes but itachi's whole thing is crows uh and it is so cool and ridiculous and makes me think about Shit's creek and i love it so much (laughs)
0: Yeah. Uh, I didn't even think about the uh, the the crows have eyes until just now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the crows have eyes and you would best not look at them in the it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so here's the thing that happens immediately afterwards though. He's like, "Come over here and let me murder you." And he's like, "I'm going to gonna a guess a banquet. You <laughs> I'm I'm going to murder you." And uh immediately there's like A Naruto clone finds him, and he's like, Uh "Surprise, mother dead!" He just like immediately destroyed, and Naruto Naruto gets all these memories, and he's like, "Uh, "Sasuke is this way," and Sasuke is just like, "Let's leave." And I'm just like, "They're gonna go to this place."
1: Yeah, it's (laughs) so great. It's so great because, like, Naruto, you see him having a moment of, like, we've been looking, I'm tired, but we have to redouble our efforts, so I'm just going to make more shadow clones of myself. And then Sasuke and his crew are, like, jumping through the forest, and Karin is like, something weird is going on. Like, we are surrounded by different ninja but they all have the same exact like energy signature and it's because it's naruto's clones and then one of them shows up and is like sasuke i found you and sasuke doesn't say a fucking thing and just jumps past him and he bursts into smoke because sasuke i don't know <laughs> stabbed him or something and then it, it's just like you know when naruto's clones are dispelled he gets their their information and so he suddenly knows where Sasuke is and sort of the direction that he's headed. But also, Sasuke is just like, we got to move out. My dumb friend from high school is on his way. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, God, that guy from high school is going to show up. I don't want to see that asshole at all. Oh, it's by the so way, good. Naruto and his friends are going to be like, let's go get him, and Toby shows up, and he's just like, no, can't pass by me, nope, no." Nope. Uh-huh. And he basically looney tunes himself at them. <laughs> While they are trying to fight normally, he is trying to fight with fucking cartoon logic. And he just... He cannot be stopped in this.
1: I love it. And this is what I liked about Toby so much. The first time I watched Naruto and didn't know what was going to happen was the making him into this like buffoonish klutz who is a part of an organization that would not like, this is not a village where you get born into it and you might be a buffoonish klutz, but you're there buffoonish klutz, you know, like this is an, an organization that has very limited numbers. They are filling a specific slot and this guy got it. And he's acting like this, which means that something is amiss. Either he has like an insane power and they're willing to put up with his idiocy Or it's a front and, but he's playing it to the fucking hilt. Uh, And so he's just like, he's laughing and he's like, ah, I can't handle it. People are attacking me. Like at one point, Naruto does like a pretty good clone fake out, which has been his signature move in the last few fights of his, where he's just like the clone that you thought was faking out. The real me was actually faking out a clone of me and the real me was behind you all along and is now killing you. And that happens to Toby, and he's like, oh god, I got faked out! And then Naruto lands the hit, and there's a big explosion. And then Toby just, like, crawls out of the tree nearby and is like, ah, but I'm okay now. And it's just so good! It's so good. Yeah. And uh, then we get a a
0: quick, silly fight, um, because... Itachi is blocking. uh, uh, Itachi's where he is is being blocked by Kasame because Kasame travels with Itachi at all times. And Kasame Mm, has basically been told that the only person that is allowed inside of here is Sasuke. Stop everybody else. And so that's what Kasame does. He's like, hey, Sasuke can enter. And if anybody else tries to come in here, I will murder them. So Sasuke goes in. And then Mm. uh, Sugetsu is just like, hey. I see that you're the person that I wanted to murder. Uh huh. Can I please murder you, please? What a let's fight.
1: <laughs> and yeah. he
0: gets into a fight with Kisame. Um, and uh, you know, let's it, let's it, cut it, away from that right now. <laughs> it,
1: it happens. I mean, like I can tell you with future knowledge that uh, neither Kisame nor Suigetsu die in this yeah. fight. <laughs> No. Nothing it's... really comes of it. I did not remember that this happened even kind of at all. So and, this, uh, this fight It's just I a cute a... I I feel like this fight is
0: is anime only i i don't remember this in the manga either Um, i'm
1: suspicious of that too it it might just be that kisame is like you guys can't go in and he taught or uh, sasuke is like i was gonna do this myself anyway so you guys just wait out here Mm -hmm. and then they just yeah i could see this being thrown in because they're they're, i don't know it doesn't cover any new ground right and like naruto isn't the most genius story of all time but it's not it's not particularly poorly done like This author doesn't spin his wheels so much. the The anime does quite frequently because of timing issues, but like the actual storytelling is usually not so redundant as this. And like, all that happens is that Suigetsu reveals that he has the sword of Zabaza, and that that uh, Kisame has Samehada, and then he realizes that Samehada is siphoning off his chakra. And all of these are things that we knew already. There is no new information established, and I don't think that there's a resolution to this fight. I think they cut away from it, and they don't go back.
0: Yep. Um, That's what I meant by cutaway. Anyways, let's cut away. Um, (laughs) Episode uh, 135, the longest moment. Okay, so here we go. First Uh and foremost, we need to know some things that are going to be revealed to us inside of Flashback. And uh, that is Sasuke and Itachi, when they were growing up, um, there was a big to-do when Itachi's best friend died. And the biggest reason why is because Itachi, I don't know if he was considered to be like a problem child to begin with, and that's why they thought this happened, or if there was just foul play d- discovered from the fact that he
1: his friend died in a strange way. Yeah. My understanding is that there was resentment of him for being so gifted Mm -hmm. because he is a prodigy among a clan of prodigies. Uh, and he outshines them all at a very young age and he gets a real good job working for the village secret service, essentially, Mm -hmm. uh, as I think the earliest person to ever be accepted into their ranks. Mm -hmm. And, um, so yeah, they have this like clan-wide event and Itachi is not at it and then his best friend is not at it. And like the best friend has turned up missing or maybe dead and is and they're like, Itachi, you're the only other person that wasn't there. So like, um, I'm not accusing you, but I am accusing you. Like, I'm not outright saying it. And he's like, what, did you think I like killed this guy? Like, you know, I'm in the secret service. Like I have shit to do that i can't tell you about that can happen with no warning and they're like yeah but we think you can kill this guy though
0: <laughs> yeah
1: so here's the big problem
0: that they're gonna go back and forth on which is that this person died and because this person died there is suspicion because what is going to be revealed inside of this episode which is that Itachi and Sasuke have the ability to gain a more powerful version of their Sharingan eye, which is called the Mangekyo. Um, and what it does isn't really explained inside of these episodes. I don't think. Um, other yeah, than, it's other than you unlock Amaterasu. Um...
1: Well, I mean, uh, that's also stated as being one of Itachi's signature moves uh it is it really is just like a power-up kind of there are a couple of things that we've only seen from mangekyo but itachi is the only person who's used mangekyo so far um Mm -hmm. maybe with the exception of uh kakashi which does throw a wrench in this whole conversation Mm -hmm. um but uh one i don't think itachi or sasuke are aware that itachi or that kakashi did that and when kakashi did that he unlocked a special power of his sharingan that allowed him to warp an area by looking at it and that caused that the thing in that area to get vanished basically uh, i think pushed into a different dimension is technically what happens to it but it is essentially like a black hole warp Yeah, and there
0: is also a a thing that we will find out a little bit later on as well, which is there is this thing that I I believe that it can be unlocked by anybody inside of their clan, but it's the Sasano, which is like a big, giant, I don't know, skeleton warrior that surrounds yourself and you can fight it's like a kaiju style
1: armor that is probably like some sort of demonic force that you're actually like contracting and summoning with or something i don't know
0: Mm -hmm. Um, and the
1: the way that you get this by the way is that you have
0: to murder your best friend um uh and the only other person that has unlocked this kind of Sharingan was explained to be Madara Uchiha and Madara Uchiha yeah. was the original creator of Konohana with the first uh Hokage and so yeah. this this person was one of the founders of the village that they are from and uh <laughs> there's also this this moment <laughs> where he's like He's like, that happened a long time ago, and some believe that he's still alive. And I'm like, don't say that out loud unless you mean it, you bitch. <laughs> like, uh-huh. like, and yeah, like, Sasuke's is like, that couldn't many happen. Many generations like, ago. <laughs> like, yeah. Sasuke's like, that couldn't happen. And I'm like, you're in a world where you shoot fire out of your hands. Nah, it can't happen. Bullshit. Uh-huh. You, you were literally under the tutelage of a man who had lived many lives. By jumping bodies between people, like you uh-huh. don't think that could happen? Come on,
1: yeah. He's like not using his head here. He's definitely playing by our world logic and not his world logic. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Madara is the only other person who has ever had mangekyo. He discovered it, uh, and yeah, it has to be triggered by your, by killing your best friend, which is why I made a point that uh, Sasuke chose not to kill Naruto. When they were kids, because he knew that at that point in time, and did not do it, yeah, um, because he didn't want to be the monster that his brother was. Even though he was leaving the the village to side with the baddies, so that he could get strong enough to take on his brother, he wasn't trying to be bad. He was just trying to do the mission that he had set for himself in his life.
0: Yep, um, and that that and, takes us into episode one thirty six: the light and dark of the Magiko Shuriken, uh, because. These episodes are all going to run together, so I'm just going to throw in,
1: yeah. The titles. The the big other thing about uh, Madara before we move on, I I think they mention it at the end of 135, but they also repeat it at the beginning of 136. Yeah, which is is what I was going to talk about. (laughs) Oh yeah, (laughs) sorry, sorry. So yeah, Itachi or uh, Sasuke is like you were very powerful as a kid, but you could not have killed literally our whole family, like it doesn't matter how strong you are. They were all strong and they would have outnumbered you by too much for it to be feasible. So you couldn't have done it on your own. You had to have had somebody working with you. And he's like, yeah, well it was Madara Uchiha that actually was my co-conspirator on this. And Sasuke is just like, get fucked, man. Like be yeah. serious with me. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile,
0: um, let's, uh, it's Stadler and Waldorf, AKA white and black Zetsu. Um, are oh watching and
1: that's so true
0: <laughs> they're watching this fight and they're just like oh why do we even watch this show tonight oh <laughs> i'm just they're like... also
1: it... it zetsu is such a weird character because he's got a great design and he's really weird and creepy and like very inhuman but we don't know much about him yet except that he can sort of like move around in some sort of like teleportation esque way, And he kind of like pick pops his head out of different stuff. So he, he seems to be able to like, just sort of dimensionally or like liquefy his body or something and be able to just kind of reconstitute wherever he needs to. And, uh, he's just talking to himself. Like the black half and the white half are two different distinct personalities chatting mm-hmm. with each other. It's really weird. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So here's another,
0: uh, tip about your sharing gun. um, you need to know, as long as you're going along with your owner's manual, uh, you can get around one of the default issues that you have with the Shiringan Eye, um, which is that once you unlock the mangekyo, uh you need to steal your sibling's eyes in order to keep on using it, because your eyes, after a certain amount of uses, will go blind. Um, yeah. So if you the don't cost know for that the
1: Mongekio's power is blindness, we also yeah. learned that the Mongekio has other powers. So yeah. um, it can do a lot of shit. Yeah. So you have to you have to kill your best friend in order to get it. Uh, you start to lose your eyesight, which is news to us. And we see several times during this fight that uh, it, it'll kind of cut to Itachi's perspective. And we'll be we'll see that he's not able to deduce exactly, like he's seeing multiples of Sasuke and he's not sure which one is which or like everything goes really blurry. It's a really fun technique to add some tension to this fight and to point out that probably Itachi is still way stronger than Sasuke, but he has mm-hmm. this big handicap that he's fighting against. Yeah. Um, And then, uh, okay, so the Mangekyu also can tame the (laughs) Ninetales. This is relevant. (laughs) Yeah. Because very recently, uh, up until extremely recently, we have believed that the Ninetales showed up in Konoha many, many moons ago, right after Naruto was born, as essentially a natural disaster. There are these big demon beasts running around. Sometimes they show up in places, and that's not great for those places. That is what we thought had happened, and then they sealed the nine tails away so that it would stop rampaging through their village, and uh, you know, presumably not do it to other people's houses. Uh, but yeah, here, uh, very, very recently, one of the characters—I don't remember who exactly—was like, I'm not even sure that the Nine Tails Fox showed up randomly. Like, I don't think that that was a natural disaster. I think that that was a weapon. I think somebody summoned it into our village because the circumstances around it are just like weird and they're kind of suspicious. And another character was like, that's kind of a crazy thing because you would have to be super fucking powerful to be able to do that. Who would be strong enough to do something like that? And now here we are just a few episodes later and somebody, or Itachi reveals that one of the Mangekyo Sharingan's explicit powers is being able to control the nine-tailed fox or to summon it at least. And that is crazy.
0: Yeah. And that uh, leads us to the final couple of episodes. Um, the next two episodes, episode one thirty seven, Abaterasu, and episode one thirty eight, called the end, are all going to be running along the same it's it's a, basically a single fight sequence. Um yeah. that
1: lasts two and a half episodes. The yeah, beginning, beginning been- of the fight's they've been fighting before this. Yeah. Like a lot of this exposition has been in the middle of them trading techniques with each other, but there's mm-hmm. also this really cool moment when Zetsu is like, you, you cut to his perspective and he's watching from nearby and he's just like, they've just been standing there staring at each other. Yeah. And your oh, first reaction sta- 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 like, and like being old bitches. <laughs> <laughs> but your first reaction is like, no, they haven't been. We've been watching them like move around the room and attack each other. And all this shit has happened. Like there have been like, plays and counterplays and then like breaks for conversation and then more plays and counterplays so much has happened and then you realize that like because they are sharing on users they are atypically powerful genjutsu users which is an illusion technique and so essentially they've been fighting in the mind realm instead of in real life and in real life they are just standing there staring at each other quietly while this like super intense battle is going on in their heads yep but the real battle is about to start for real now.
0: <laughs> and that's what I was going to throw out there because this sequence is it is one big sequence. It starts with Itachi seemingly getting the upper hand, pinning Sasuke against the wall and ripping out one of his eyes. Then when he goes to rip out the second eye, Sasuke breaks the illusion that he has been trapping him inside of and yeah, particularly the
1: illusion technique called Tsukuyomi, which we've seen Itachi use a few times and which does seem to be one of the powered up genjutsu techniques he got from unlocking on yeah. Gekkyo.
0: And when it when it was broken, they turn into a a battle that happens much faster. Um it is a a blow-for-blow blow back and forth until Sasuke finally gets uh gets somewhat of an upper hand inside of the fight, forcing Itachi to to use one of his trump cards, which is Amaterasu. Amaterasu, we know, is very detrimental to your your power um, when you use it uh, from your Sharingan because it will it makes you like bleed from that eye that you use, um, yeah. and it's it's very brutal. But it, again, it is a fire that will not stop burning. It will burn literally anything that it is on. And yeah, they... Once it gets on Sasuke, Sasuke is completely fucked, we think, except for Sasuke planned for him to be forced to use Amaterasu, releases the clone that he, in the substitution that he uses, and uh, finally gets Itachi pinned down for just a moment, but at the same time, he is completely spent because using genjutsu and fighting in the uh, the like mind realm or whatever you were explaining it as earlier also is using actively using chakra to pin your other opponent. And when your other opponent is also a sharingan user, you were basically trying to fight one genjutsu with another genjutsu trying to overpower each other. It's it's really fascinating.
1: Yeah, you are kind of burning the candle at both ends because you're using your your chakra to defend yourself against their genjutsu while also launching genjutsu counterattacks. And one of the reasons too, that the fight speeds up here that uh, Zetsu comments on is he's like, they've been standing there. I realize that they have been fighting with genjutsu. And then when Sasuke breaks the illusion, specifically the Tsukuyomi, that is the most powerful genjutsu. And Mm -hmm. so they're like, well, if he could break through that genjutsu is useless. Neither of them can or really should use it against each other because we've now, Established that the most powerful one can be broken, and so they're going to completely dispense with it. Which is why the battle turns into a ninjutsu like smack fest, and it's yeah. super cool.
0: Yeah, and it leads to both of them using their final trump card. Sasuke thinking that he is finally at the moment where Itachi is beaten down enough that he can get him with a final attack, releases like this this lightning jutsu on onto him, um, uh-huh. and that. It- in The final moment is when Itachi reveals the Sasano, the big yeah. giant kaiju thing that we talked about earlier.
1: This lightning bolt technique is so much fun, it, he calls it uh Kirin, um, and it, it, it is a lightning strike that sort of manifests on screen. I don't know if we're supposed to uh, interpret this as how it looks in the world of the show, if it's just a stylized representation a la Demon Slayer. Where like there is basically like a giant lightning tiger that comes down and strikes Itachi, and but the explanation for this is so good because essentially Zetsu Zetsu is serving as our narrator. You remember how in the Chimera Ants arc of Hunter x Hunter there were like thirty five episodes where nothing happened, but the narrator told us about all the minutiae that each of the characters was thinking of. Well, Zetsu is that for these episodes, except they keep it moving. So. Uh, Just wanted to alienate a portion of our fan base there real quick. So um, Zetsu is sitting there and he's like, Sasuke and Itachi have both been fighting like crazy. They've been utilizing a bunch of chakra to use some of their heaviest hitting techniques. And they've gone back and forth and they're still just standing here, not, not having beaten each other. And Sasuke is probably out of chakra and Itachi is probably pretty close to that too and sasuke essentially confirms that he is basically out of chakra but that he expected to be he expected that this fight was going to push him to his absolute limits and was going to leave him essentially defenseless when you don't when you're fighting a ninja fight and you don't have enough energy to summon your ninja techniques you're fucked and sasuke knew this but he also utilized the information that he has on his brother's techniques to his advantage and so early on when they start fighting each other they go from being inside of a room to being on the roof of the building uh, in which the room was housed and they make this transition by sasuke launching an aggressive attack and firing off a huge fireball technique at itachi and that breaks through the ceiling they end up on the roof and the fire sort of disperses into the atmosphere. Then he also knows that Itachi is going to use Amaterasu, which is fire. It's a special kind of mystical fire that plays by its own rules, but at the end of the day, it's fire. It's going to burn. And so they are now surrounded by a forest that is on fire through a hole in the ceiling created by a big burst of flame. And he's like, Look up. There's a giant cloud over there. It's a cumulonimbus cloud that was formed by heat rapidly rising over the space and those clouds are prone to lightning and i have fucking set it up this way i planned all of this to create a cloud here utilizing my own techniques and the ones i knew you were going to use so that i could summon lightning to strike you and it is an unavoidable attack because it's a fucking lightning bolt and i'm going to hit you with it right now and he does yeah would totally have worked
0: Except- and this technique named kieran um, or Kirin, or however you want to pronounce it, um, is actually named after something really cool, which is why I think it was depicted this way, which is um, a Kirin, or a uh, I think it's pronounced Kilin. Um, it's a legendary-hooved chimerical creature that appears in Chinese mythology. Um, it is uh, supposed to be kind of like a... a a kind of deer-like, uh, depicted as a dragon shaped like a deer, but with the ox's tail and a lion's tail at the same yeah. time. It actually um,
1: plays a major role in the most recent Fantastic Beasts film. So well, uh, that's a pretty straightforward take on that for the six of you that have seen that.
0: Yeah, uh, I didn't, so it's whatever. not... Great. <laughs> uh, it's it's also it's also uh, used in Magic: The Gathering inside of the original Kamigawa set, and I, yeah. I really love the different Kyrians. Um But I I thought that this was really cool in a really cool way that they show off this amazing power. Except for um, it it's all for naught because the Susano is not going to let Itachi's body get pierced by this lightning, um, and Sasuke is uh, at the end. And because he is at the end, it turns out Orochimaru has just been fucking living in him like a parasite and Uh breaks out and he's just like, fuck you, I'm a big giant snake and I'm gonna get stabbed by a dimension sword and Uh thrown into another fucking dimension a la Superman 2, where, (laughs) you know, the... Oh God, I think it's, I can't remember the guy's name, but he gets thrown into like that mirror dimension and thrown into space. And that's basically what
1: Orochimaru, uh, happens to Orochimaru. Um, It's so fucking cool because like, he's like, it makes sense, right? That Orochimaru's technique was to try and take over Sasuke's mind. Sasuke took over his mind instead because he had a stronger will, but now he's exhausted. And so it makes perfect sense that Orochimaru might be lurking in there and just sort of, subsumed in sasuke's will and when it's weakened he can take over and he's like aha i'm gonna burst forth now and i will take over this body like i had wanted to and then uh i'll also kill itachi and maybe take over his body or whatever the hell because i'm orochimaru and that's my my jam and then he bursts out of sasuke and sasuke essentially turns into a giant orochi an eight-headed snake monster and the susano oh is a sort of like spectral armor around itachi but it's also huge and so then there is like a 30 second sequence in which it's just a kaiju fight between like mech suit susano itachi and monster of the week orochi orochimaru and they fight and it's so cool and susano just chops off all the heads and then when there's one head left uh orochimaru appears out of it and starts spitting out a a sword and zetsu is like he's gross he's always been gross and then (laughs) itachi stabs him with the sword and zetsu thankfully is there to tell us that this is a special sword that is has dimensional sealing powers anybody stabbed by this sword gets sealed away in an alternate dimension and it is a basically like a complete trump card against somebody they they really can't stop themselves from being sealed away and he also is like hirochimaru has been looking for that thing for years and itachi had it the whole time and just used it on him and it's so delightful and then yeah a, Orochimaru's giant snake form gets sucked into the sword and you see it sort of like pulling out of Sasuke, but also in classic Orochimaru fashion, a tiny little white snake breaks off the writhing mass being pulled into the dimension sword and slithers off somewhere else.
0: Yeah. Um, And the final thing that happens inside of this, we are convinced That Sasuke is about to be killed by Itachi, and Itachi is finally going to get his goal. But Itachi just comes down... He's going to get his
1: eyes, Spencer. He's going to cut him in the eye.
0: Well, Itachi just comes down, and he flicks Sasuke in the head... And it is a flashback to all of these times when Sasuke was a kid and Itachi would do this. And it's this connection uh-huh. and this love point that these two brothers had. And he is reminding him in this moment of the fact that he is still his brother before yeah. he dies on Sasuke.
1: He just collapses. And
0: you you are to interpret as an audience so many things inside of this moment. Either he lost his battle with Sasuke or he did all of this to push Sasuke to the limit so he could rid Sasuke of the thing that he had inside of him that he had done in order to battle against him. And also to give him this thing that he had been doing the entire time, which is his brother's eyes. A yeah. mangekyo sharingan that will not blind him. And yeah. it's just like,
1: and also he fuck? got taken. He also got taken over by the psychopathic immortal snake man that through the course of this battle revealed himself and then was sucked away into another dimension. And other than that one little snake that slithered away, he's gone and he's also that snake gets burned up by Amaterasu in what appears to be random chance. Yeah. And Sasuke no longer has the curse mark. He no longer has Orochimaru in him. He has been completely purged of Orochimaru's influence, which he yep. has had on him since he was very young. That is one of the yeah. first big things that happens to him after their first mission as ninja in training. And yep. This all feels a little neat. And I think we might come back to that concept soon.
0: Yep. And uh, we'll talk more about that in later episodes. But first, stick with us after these credits, and we'll tell you what's happening next
1: time. Blake and Spencer Get Jumped is made by Forever Summer Productions and presented as part of the Geekly Grind podcast network.
0: Sound editing is done by Rashad English. He's our level 13 sound
1: wizard. 13? Did he jump even more levels? He gained a lot of experience by defeating the Dark Lord of Smooth Jazz. Do you mean Chuck Mangione from King of the Hill?
0: Rashad is the King of the Hill now. Damn it, Bobby. Anyway, our podcast is ad-free, and if you want to keep it that way, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Follow us
1: on Twitter at b and S Get Jumped. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Jumped. Or talk to us on Reddit at reddit.com slash
0: r slash getjumped. Also, we have a Discord server. You can find the links to that on
1: all of our social media platforms. If you like the show, please like, subscribe, and leave a review. Reviews help other listeners find our show. New review episodes
0: come out every Monday, and new rewatch episodes appear every Friday. And hey,
1: thanks for listening. Hello, my name is Jeremy Snow, owner and editor-in-chief of The Geekly Grind. We interrupt your awesome, regularly scheduled programming to ensure you're aware of The Geekly Grind podcast network, of which this show is a treasured member of. If you haven't had a chance to check out our site, you can do so at thegeeklygrind.com, and while you're there, take a look at the other members of our steadily growing podcast family, including the anime-centric Blake and Spencer Get Jumped, discovering new heroes on Comic Book Keepers with Chris and Lance, exploring the vast universe of geekdom with Geek Exploration, or appreciating animation's finer details with JD's Ink and Paint Club. Escape your weekly grind at the Geekly Grind. Next time on Blake and Spencer Get Jumped, we're watching Yu Yu Hakusho episodes 92 through 94.
0: You best be ready because we're getting out the surfboard, we're attaching it to the back of a boat, and we're gonna fucking jump a shark, bitches.
1: (laughs) Oh, let's do it.